This week, I'm rounding off the five pillars for fitness success by talking about protecting your power. This is the final piece of the puzzle of all the things that I know without a shadow of a doubt are non-negotiable if you want to get the results you most desire and feel at your absolute best. This is where we bring it all together and make sure that you are truly stepping into your own power, taking control of your own results and being the woman that I know you can truly, truly be. The woman who is empowered and strong and confident, but most of all, the woman that knows what she wants and takes the action she needs to get there. I'm really excited for this one and I know you're going to finish this episode feeling fully inspired and ready for action. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness, a space where we celebrate you exactly as you are right now, while also looking at realistic and achievable ways that you can increase your fitness, improve your nutrition, and bring more wellness into your busy schedule. We tackle a whole range of subjects from diet culture and healthy weight loss, right through to how to stay motivated, reduce stress, balance fitness and life, and ways to get the most out of your fitness routine. This is your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation. Perfect if you're a busy woman who sometimes struggles to find time for yourself and who would love to develop a positive mindset and a consistent fitness and wellness routine. I'm Alex, your host, women's fitness and wellness coach, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, lover of chocolate, wine and exercise and believer that we can all find balance in our busy lives. Well, hello there. How are you and how have you been enjoying the last few weeks of the podcast? I really hope that it's helped you to build a little bit of a story of all of the things that kind of go towards creating that that fitness and wellness success, creating that routine that works for you and creating a, a habit that is not going to kind of go up and down and up and down depending on, you know, what mood you're in, how you're feeling, what your motivation is feeling like. Hopefully it's starting to give you a bit of a picture, a bit of a story of all of the things that are going to need to come together to make sure that you're consistent and that you can really build you know, fitness, wellness, and all of those practices into your life as well. And, you know, as I said the other week, I think that everybody's plan or everybody's areas is going to look slightly differently. There might be some of this stuff that you're like, actually, I'm really on top of that. And that's really good. But there's this other thing that I could do with working on. And for every single person, that's going to be slightly different. So I hope that you've started to like identify those things, identify, you know, the mindset topics and the stress areas and all those kind of things that are going to really, really help you to move forward. And also, I hope that you've been able to see how this stuff that we've talked about can be really easily applied to other areas of life, particularly the stuff around mindset, the stuff around stress, and the stuff we're going to talk about today around protecting your power. You know, for me, these are some of the things that I have, you know, really had to bring into my life when it comes to running my business, you know, going from being really, really stressed all those years ago and and feeling like I was never quite getting the results I wanted, despite running around like an idiot all the time, trying to keep everyone happy and do all the things. And actually having changed my mindset over the years on how I run the business and making it work better for me and watching my stress and, you know, knowing that I can only deliver the best of myself when I don't have all of that stress in my life and stuff. You know, all of this stuff has been really, really, really important for me in, you know, yes, in my fitness and my wellness, but also in terms of the rest of my life as well. So I hope that some of this stuff you feel that you can transfer into other areas of your life. And, you know, we can bring it all together because, you know, that's the thing, like fitness and wellness is not this standalone topic. And that's why I do talk about more than just that. That's why I do talk about mindset, because it doesn't just sit in its own little silo. It 
interacts with all of the other areas of our lives. If we can reduce our stress and reduce our busyness, it creates more time for fitness. And if we can add more time for fitness, then it tends to make us less stressed. And you know, everything has a knock-on effect on everything else. And you know, everything is like a really important part of the puzzle. So yeah, that's the thing. You know, this stuff is not a little silo on its own. This is the stuff that we have to kind of weave into everything and weave into the way that we live our lives and we do our lives to make sure that it, it kind of runs in the way that we want it to. And we get the results that we want to as well. Now, if you do happen to be arriving at this episode fresh and you don't know what I'm talking about because you haven't listened into the last few weeks, please don't worry. You can still absolutely listen to this episode on its own and it's going to have loads and loads of value. But I would say that if you haven't listened for the last few weeks, and you want to kind of build this full picture of the things that you need to do for true fitness and wellness success, then it is definitely worth just popping back and checking out some of those recent episodes too. So we've already talked about Mindset for Magic we've addressed the stress, we've nailed our nutrition and we have maximised with movement. So this week it's the fifth and final pillar and it's all about protecting your power. And this for me is the thing that really rounds off everything else because this is where we bring it back to you. This is where we bring it back to your own personal power, right? This is all about how we protect your power. And what I mean by that, I promise, is going to become really, really clear. And really, this comes down to taking responsibility, taking responsibility for your results and therefore taking responsibility for your actions. That is what protecting your power is all about in this context. And this isn't meant to sound harsh, like you must take responsibility and, you know, no excuses, just get on and do it. That's not what this is about. Instead, it's about you recognising that you have so, so much amazing power within yourself but we have a tendency to give that power away. Sometimes, a lot of the time, who knows, for some of us it might be a little bit, for some of us it might be a lot, that we give our power away. And when we're doing that, when we're constantly giving our power away, that's when we feel a bit lost. That's when we feel we're not being true to ourselves. That's when we feel like we're not getting the things that we want in life. So today is all about that. Today is all about recognising that you have got that within yourself and then making sure that you protect it. We must protect this, but we're not actually very good at protecting it. So that's what I want to talk about today. So I think that it would really help to start by looking at what it looks like when you give your power away. Okay. What do I actually mean by this? Because it all sounds a little bit airy-fairy maybe, but I want to kind of bring it into like a really solid context and to see if you kind of recognise yourself in some of these things. So these are the ways in which we can tend to give our power away. So thinking that you alone are struggling with certain things and that when you're not getting what you want, it's because of things outside of yourself, right? So it's when you're blaming other stuff, when you're saying, oh, I haven't been able to do it because of this. And, you know, this is really hard for me because, and almost as if we are, you know, we're special and that we have struggles and issues and difficulties that other people just never experience. And we know that that's not true, right? We know for sure that we're not alone. We are not alone in so much of this. And yet sometimes it can feel like we are. Sometimes we close ourselves off by saying, this is my, this is just me. This is just me. Nobody can understand this because this is just me. And then we blame everything else outside of us. We blame external circumstances for the reasons that we are not getting the things that we want. Okay, so that is definitely giving your power away. Believing that you don't have the capacity for change, for sure, that is a big, 
power giver, right? Because it is basically saying, I am stuck in stone. I cannot change. These things about me cannot change. The way I do things cannot change, right? You're never going to get what you want if that is what you truly believe. And I do think that a lot of us do have that belief within us that we don't have the capacity to change, that we were made a certain way, that we just happen to be a certain way and there's nothing we can do about it. Like that absolutely drains your power. Like how are you going to get anything in life if, if your genuine belief is you don't have the power to change anything? You're never going to get what you want. So for sure, that's a huge one, I think. Hoping that somebody's going to give you the magic solution or cure and that you can do it quickly and easily and then not have to worry about it ever again. So does this remind anybody of diets at all? That's just one example. But the quick fix you know, the, oh, I'll just do this thing and everything will be okay. I'll just do this thing for a few weeks and then I'll go back to eating like normal and everything will be all right. Or, oh, well, I'll just do this exercise program for the next month and then everything will be okay. Right. And and hoping that somehow somebody's going to make it easy for you. And the minute you find out that the, it's a bit hard and that you are going to have to put the work in and put the effort in, you kind of lose your motivation and you kind of go, oh, can't be bothered anymore right? That is definitely giving your power away. Nobody else has the magical solution for you. You are the only person that has the solution. You are the only person that can do the work. You are the only person that can take the action, right? And I'll talk more about that in a bit. Looking at other people and assuming that they must have it easier than you. This kind of harks back to the first thing I said about, you know, thinking that you are alone and struggling with certain things. But like this also shows up in assuming that, oh, they've just got it easier because they're more motivated. They've just got it easier because they obviously like exercise. They've just got it easier because they've only got two kids. They haven't got three kids. They've got it easier because they don't work as much as I do. They've got it easier because, 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 right? We we all do that. We all look at other people and we all assume that they have it easier than us, right? We're not looking at the challenges they have in life. They're not looking at the things that are going on for them, we're looking at the things that we want. We're seeing what we want to see, essentially. We're seeing, oh, well, this is a great excuse for me not doing what I want to do because it's easier for them and therefore I can't do it, right? So it's, it's that kind of looking outside yourself and assuming that other people have it easier. Giving your power away shows up in making excuses. So when you're saying, I don't have the time, I'm too tired, I'll do it tomorrow, now's not the time, I'll start after the weekend, I can't do it at the moment, so I'll start it in the new year, whatever, whatever, right? Making excuses takes your power away because again, it places things outside of yourself. Whenever you make that excuse, it's basically saying to the world, well, it's not my fault. There's external reasons for this and I can't do anything about it, right? So definitely the making excuses is a big thing. Um, also not looking after yourself, being harsh with yourself, saying mean things about yourself. Every time you are horrible to yourself, every time you look in the mirror and you go, Ugh, got to look fat. That is giving your power away 100%. And, you know, don't think of it any differently. It's not going to motivate you to change. It absolutely is not going to motivate you to change. It is literally the most pointless thing that we can do to ourselves. And it completely and utterly gives our power away. Attaching your worth and sense of confidence entirely to how you look or if you can lose weight or what dress size you are. Or the classic of, I get a lot of people come to me and they say, they're like, I just, you know, when I was 25, I used to be this size and that's what I want to be again. And you're like, but you've changed. That was 20 years ago. What are you doing? Why are you still chasing that? But we're doing it. We're chasing weight loss. We're chasing how we look. We're chasing a dress size. We're chasing what we looked like when we were 25, right? 
Again, every time you do that, you give away your power. And that's not to say that you can't change things about your body, that you can't lose some weight, you can't tone up, but it's these unrealistic expectations. And also, the attaching all of your worth and self-confidence to that and feeling like you are not enough if you don't look a certain way. And that's the issue. It's not, you know, it's not the weight loss or anything like that. There's nothing wrong with doing those things. But when you are attaching your sense of confidence and your worth onto that and that only, it becomes a problem. You're never going to be happy. You are never, ever going to be happy. And then finally, being constantly on and off the wagon and not truly willing to make the deeper changes that are necessary. Again, this is another way that we give our power away where we are on it and then we're off it and then we're on it and then we're off it. Because, and and I'll being completely honest with you, if that is happening to you and when you are doing that to yourself, it's because you are not truly willing to make deeper change. You are not. You think you are and you're saying it, but you're not actually meaning it and you're not actually doing the things that are necessary to make the deeper changes. So, that definitely 100% gives your power away. And, you know, in essence, we give our power away when we expect to be able to stay the same, keep doing the same things, not addressing any of the mindset issues that are going on, and yet somehow get a different result. And this is where I see a lot of people going around in circles because they're not, they're not going deep. They're surface level, oh yeah, I'll wake up tomorrow morning and I'll suddenly eat amazing food all week long and it won't be a problem and I won't have cravings, everything will be fine it's rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. And and every time you tell yourself that, you give your power away. Every time you tell yourself that you don't have to change, you give your power away. Every time you tell yourself you can't change, you give your power away. And every time you give your power away, you get further and further and further away from getting the result that you want. Okay. So I think going through that list, I'm sure there are other things that I could probably add to it as well, but those were the kind of the, the main things that sort of seemed to crop up, um, you know, in my world, you know, I think that, that looking at that list, we can probably all identify some of the things that we we do to ourselves on that. I definitely can. In complete honesty, there are various things there that even if I don't do it now, I have done in the past, you know, and some of it I probably still do as well. You know, I still sometimes want to be saved. I still sometimes want somebody to make it easy for me. Of course I do. But then I kind of <laughs> tell, like, give myself a talking to, tell myself that's not going to happen. You have to do it for yourself. You have to do it for yourself and you have to be willing to change, Right. And this is human behaviour, okay? The truth is that deep down, we don't like change. We do whatever it takes to stop change from happening. That is what our brain does to us, okay? And on top of that, we'll do whatever we can to protect the identity we've created for ourselves too. Because when we start to take away our identity and chip away at the identity that we may maybe have had for the last 15, 20, 25 years, our whole lives, that feels really threatening. If suddenly there's something that's saying, oh, actually, you that doesn't have to be what you are anymore. Suddenly we're on shaky ground. That can feel quite scary. So, you know, if we identify as somebody who's always too busy, then we'll keep making sure that we're always too busy. You know, we will keep making sure that, that our identity stays the same. So we'll keep making busyness for ourselves. If we identify as somebody who is just a certain way, e.g., you know, if you identify as someone who doesn't really enjoy exercise, then nothing will ever change because we'll we'll feel like we just can't do anything about it. And we're going to keep perpetuating that way of being. We're going to keep telling ourselves, I don't like exercise. That is part of our identity. And, you know, the upshot of it is that we'll, we'll say we want to change. On the surface, we'll say we want to change. But the truth is that deep down, we're maybe not willing to make the change that we need. 
And so that's when we end up going round and round in circles, right? And that's when we end up giving our power away all the time is when we say we want to change, but then we don't truly take the action or we get bored of taking the action or we think it's taking too long. So we stop or we get a bit busy and we can't be bothered anymore, right? When all of those things happen, we're constantly giving our power away. So how do we get past this then? How do we stop giving our power away all the time and actually take it back for ourselves? How do we become the truly powerful and empowered women that we are all capable of? Because if we want to do that, then believe me, you need to stop doing all the things that I've talked about today. Okay. And I'm going to talk about ways that we can do that right now. And by the way, in all of this, I'm not claiming to be perfect, right? I have work to do all the time on stepping more and more into my own power, right? But actually that is part of protecting your power is recognizing that there is always work to do and that there is always the opportunity for change. You know, I will never rest on my laurels and think that I am done and think that I'm complete and think that I don't have to do things anymore because if I do that, I've just given my power away. So my recognition is there's always work to do on myself. There is always opportunity for change. So I think the first thing is, the the first way that you can take that power back is believe that you have the capacity for change and believe that you have the capacity to change certain things about yourself. Stop telling yourself that you hate exercise. Stop telling yourself that you're too fat. Stop telling yourself that it's not possible. Stop telling yourself that it'll have to wait for three months because you're too busy right now. Stop telling yourself all those things because every time you do that, you're basically saying, I, I do not have the power to change myself. It is not within me to do that. And that's rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. We all have the capacity to change, absolutely. But you have to believe that you've got the capacity for that first, right? So start to believe that first. That is the first belief that needs to happen before you can do anything else, right? You can change. The second thing is knowing that you get to choose who you are, how you live and the things that you get in life. And you're probably sitting there and going, yeah, but I don't because you know I've got a job and I've got kids and I've got responsibilities and I've got bills to pay and blah, 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 right? Absolutely. A lot of that is not going to change, right? You're still going to have to do the school run. You're still going to have to go to work. You're still going to have to do all those things. Absolutely. However, you get to choose how you approach those things. You get to choose how you go about your life, right? And ultimately, when you do those things, you you get more of the things that you want in life as well. So, I think sometimes we look at, we just look at external circumstance and we start saying, but I can't because of this, but I can't because of this, because I can't. But you need to know that you do get a choice in this. You get a choice in the matter and you have to take that into your own hands and know that that is in fact true for you, true for everybody, right? And it might not, you know, it's not that we get the choice to change everything suddenly overnight and our lives are suddenly everything we want them to be by tomorrow. No, No, we've got to put the work in, but we get to choose. We get to choose where we put our attention. We get to choose what actions we take. We get to choose whether we sit on the sofa or do the workout, right? We get to choose those things. The third thing for me is taking full responsibility for your action or lack of action. And when I say this, I do not mean by beating yourself up or being harsh with yourself because you missed a workout. And we sometimes mistake that for taking responsibility, but that's not what it is. Taking responsibility is recognising what happened, looking at why it might have happened, and then figuring out what you might be able to do in the future to address that. Because what we usually do, like, let's say we've missed a workout, we'll just be like, oh my God, you're so lazy. Why didn't you do that workout? That's so rubbish. You're not going to get the result you want now. 
right? It just makes us feel rubbish. It it robs us of motivation and it takes our power away because it get again, it goes back to this like this you're not able to change thing, right? Whereas if you go, actually, okay, so I missed that workout, it was a bit annoying. I should have done that. However, I'm gonna have a look at why that happened. What were the circumstances around that? How can I change the circumstances next time? How can I look at things differently? And we give ourselves power by being able to look at the things that we, you know, haven't done for ourselves and working out how we might change that in the future. And that for me is taking responsibility. That for me is understanding that you have the opportunity to change something next time, right? I think number four is not expecting the world or something or someone to save you and make it all better. And I mentioned this before, e.g. the quick fix diet or doing the four-week fitness plan and thinking we can just do that. I'll just do that. Everything will be right. Everything will have changed. It's that short-term thinking and hoping that things are going to be easy or quick and then getting bored or giving up when it gets a bit hard because you don't really want to, you don't really want to make the change, not truly, right? So when we sit there and we expect the world to make it easy for us, then again, we give our power away. So you need to know that you have to put the work in, that sometimes it is going to be boring, that sometimes you're not going to want to do it, that sometimes it is going to be hard. All of those things are true. But if we are prepared to put up with those things, if we're prepared to work through those things, we get so much more of what of what we want out the other side. We really, really do. So just be ready to put the work in. Be ready. Know that you can change. Know that you get to choose the change. Know that you take full responsibility for it and expecting to have to do it yourself, not expecting somebody else to do it for you. And then blaming that other person when they, they don't come through for you, right? It's not their, it's not their responsibility. It's yours, right? I think the next one to me, the next way that we can we can take back our power is turning away from toxic messages that society keeps feeding us about what we should look like. And I recognise this is really bloody hard, right? You you don't just do this overnight and turn away from it and suddenly go, well, actually, I'm completely happy as I am and everything's perfect, right? It's not going to happen. But what we do to ourselves is we're like, oh, I wish I was the same size I was at 25. Why am I bigger now than I was when I was 25? You know, so we do all of that to ourselves and we're always like harking on it. Oh, I need to just drop a dress size and everything will be okay. I just need to lose a stone and then I'll be really confident, right? There's an, again, there's nothing wrong with doing those things. But when we constantly are pinning our hopes on that, then we're taking our power away. So what we need to be doing instead is thinking about how can I be the best version of myself as I am right now? How can I appreciate myself as I am now? Because the person you are right now is, you know, in this moment is not changing, right? You're not going to suddenly wish yourself into something different. You are who you are right now. So make peace with that and understand that you get to like who you are. It's allowed, it is allowed to like who you are. <laughs> Even if we don't fit into those, you know, narrow standards that we keep getting told we need to fit into. So working on that, that will definitely give you your power back when you get to decide what you look like, when you get to decide how you dress, when you get to decide how you exercise. All of those things are so, so empowering. Not looking at outside and comparing yourself with others. This is the next one. So no, stop thinking that others have it easier than you. Stop wishing that you look like somebody else. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Like you've got to focus on yourself. That is the most powerful thing you can do. Just focus on you. Focus on what you can do. Focus on the actions you can take. 
You know, believe me, that becomes so empowering when that is what you do for yourself. So, so empowering. As part of that as well, it's also about nurturing yourself, like treating yourself with respect, treating yourself as you would expect others to treat you. So not being mean to yourself in the mirror and having a go at yourself for missing a workout, but being kind to yourself and, you know, treating yourself well, trusting yourself, learning to like yourself. All of those things are so, so important if we want to protect our power. And then I think the final thing for me is remembering that this stuff is lifelong. Like I said before, I never, ever sit here on this podcast and claim to have all of the answers. I never sit here and claim that I have done all the work and I am the perfect person and everything is working out for me. I absolutely not. Like I have to keep working on stuff all the time. I have to keep recognising that I always have the capacity for change. And, you know, I will never stop learning and growing and changing. And that's what we need to do. That is what we need to do to get the best out of life. Be prepared to change. Be prepared to keep learning new things about ourselves. Be prepared to switch up the way that we do things, right? All of those things are so, so important. And that's never going to stop. You're not just going to do a four-week fitness plan or do a diet for a couple of months and then everything's sorted and you can forget about it. That's just not going to happen. You need to keep working on these things for life. You still have to keep being conscious about the decisions you're making for life, right? And remembering that is, again, helping you to protect your power, remembering that this stuff is work that you will do forever. You know, and the thing is that we get to choose so much of this stuff, right? We get to choose if we make the excuse or not. We get to choose how we speak to ourselves. We get to choose whether we spend our lives striving to drop a dress size, or just appreciating who we are right now. We get to choose whether we do hard things or whether we just stay the same and do nothing, right? All of those choices are within our power. And when we tell ourselves that they are not, then we're doing ourselves a real disservice and we're taking our power away. And, you know, it may not feel like you have the choice of all of those things, but but you do. You absolutely do. And again, it's not an overnight, you can suddenly change how you feel about yourself within a day. Of course not. But you have the opportunity to start gradually changing that and to do the work to gradually change that thing, right? And protecting your power is realising you get to choose. You get to be in charge of who you are. You get to be in charge of how you show up in the world. You get to choose whether or not you take the actions that you need. And those actions are also allowed to be tiny, by the way, because, you know, when you start to remember that this stuff is for life, then those tiny actions actually really start to add up to something meaningful, it's that old, you know, one degree of difference, isn't it? Like um, two flights take off from Heathrow to New York. If one of them is set on the route to New York and then you point the other one one degree in the other direction, that second plane ends up somewhere completely different, completely different, like hundreds of miles away because of one degree of difference. And that's the same for you. It's those little tiny actions that you take consistently. It's that willingness to keep working in yourself. It's that willingness to change that is going to make the biggest difference. And it may not be overnight. You may not suddenly drop a dress size in two weeks and be everything that you ever hoped you were and be confident and all of those things, right? But over time, it will happen. Over time, you will start to get the results that you want. And over time, you will also start to make peace with when you don't get the results. You'll start to make peace with being okay with who you are in the moment, right? So 
all of those things are ways that we can absolutely protect your power. So where do you think you might currently be giving your power away a little bit? And how might you be able to start thinking about those things differently and protecting your power better? Because honestly, when you can do that, so, so much changes. When you realise that all of this stuff gets to be a choice that you make, you finally have that power within yourself. You are empowered to do the things that you want and need to do for yourself. So I'll leave you to think about all of that, but I just need you to know that you have so much amazingness inside yourself. You have so much capacity for change. You have so much opportunity. You really, really do. So I want you to remember that. And for now, I'm going to love you and leave you and I'll see you back here again next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, beautiful people. If you have loved listening in and want to make sure you don't miss out on future episodes, then simply subscribe or follow the podcast on your favourite podcast player right now. You can also come and join me on the socials at Alex Chickfit and I'll see you again next time.